we thank the Lord for being back in God's house tonight. And we'd like to welcome everyone who's here, especially any visitors that we have. And uh, I have a scripture I'd like to share from the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. If you'd like to read, certainly feel free to do that. And, uh, and again, Philippians 4, 6 and 7. The verse 6 starts out with this phrase, be careful for nothing. If we were stating that you know, the way we say things now, we would say, don't be overly worried about anything. That's what the careful part means. It doesn't mean uh, don't watch what you're doing. That's not what it's talking about. It means don't let the cures of life weight you down. So be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which path us all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Wow, what a great promise that is. And uh, we need to avail ourselves of that and lean on the Lord. He takes care of us. Let's all stand for a moment. <clears throat> Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for always being present for us. God, for being available to us. And God, thank you that we can lean on you and we don't have to let the cures of life weight us down. Uh, we can bring everything to you. And you said, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. God, I pray today that you help us do that and help us to uh, just be the Christians that we need to be for you and let our light shine that others might see your good works and, and glorify you. God, we ask you to bless us tonight and help us to have a, a hallelujah meeting, help us to have a Holy Ghost service that would touch people's hearts. God, we pray and we ask you these things in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to Taylor and the choir. Page 109.
page 
appreciate being here. Appreciate those songs. I wonder if uh, we'll just have everybody stand and we'll just take a prayer request. I'm getting lost here. Anybody have any unspoken prayer requests? Any spoken prayer requests? Let's pray for our lost. There's a number of people that's on my heart that I believe God's been dealing with lately. And uh, uh, let's just uh, let's just really keep them on our thoughts and prayers and, and lift them up to the Lord. That uh, God might just keep calling them and uh, uh, we'd like to see them move. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Service. Appreciate the crowds just seem to grow every every service, and I, I, I appreciate that. We've been through uh, we've been through some rough times, but um, you know it, it's just nice that the Lord's letting us be back in. The Lord gave me a thought. It you know with all the turmoil and unrest right now, it, I've got a home way better than the one I've got now. It could it could all go down from now, but well, I've got a place that I can look forward to and I can cast my cares away. And the Lord can just let me know where I, where I'm going. I, I appreciate that. Anybody's got any unspoken or any more spoken prayer requests? Not uh, we'll have Brother Brent lead us in prayer. Not much kind and gracious and all wise Heavenly Father, it's once again and we bow our hearts and life before you, thanking thee God for this day that you've blessed us with, Father, for the presence of your Holy Spirit that we've been able to feel, Father, and worship and digging for the singing of the hymn, the songs of Zion this evening, that can build your heart knowing what we're thinking about, knowing, Father, we're going to a better country. Father, along, we'll understand it all. But God, we pray that while we're here, help us, Lord, that we might apply our hearts and our minds to wisdom. Father, that you might give us the understanding that we might be able, Father, as we come together from time to time, to lay aside everything that troubles us here in the world, that we might worship thee, Father, that we might be able to see our people as lost, convicted in their hearts, that they wouldn't be able to rest, wouldn't be able to sleep at night, Father, until they make their peace call and relation sure. God with thee. Lord, we ask thee now to go with us through this service tonight. Bless everything that would be said or done, whatever is accomplished. We'll thank you for it, because we ask it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Appreciate that. Anybody have any song or testimony or anything? I was thinking on the way here. There's a few faces we haven't seen in a while, and I know it's I know it's COVID. Um, I haven't seen Ronnie in a while, and I haven't seen Brother Carl. And, but I have no doubt they're watching and praying, and um, I appreciate them. They they might not be sitting here, but they're still oak trees to me. And I, I appreciate them. I know there's many more that are that are just dying to, to make it back in the doors. Um, I'll never forget Carl's story. It's helped me. He said it, one of the best revivals he ever had was when he was at work. Wasn't even here, and that, that, that's helped me through the whole this whole COVID thing. Um, I just I just appreciate that. Lord yeah. brought that to me. Anybody have anything at all? Testimony or song? Or...
appreciate what you said there at the beginning of service, Terry, about the just a Holy Ghost meeting, um, just how 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 we need that Holy Ghost meeting. And you know, I thought about you know some churches they don't come to church Sunday night or Wednesday night. And, um, I know we were we didn't have it for a while, and you know, online and stuff. And I guess that's thought it's just about church tonight. I just appreciate you know being able to come, but. Um, just another opportunity to eat at the king's table. I guess all that we're looking for, whether it's in, in churches, is just fantastic. But just any opportunity the Lord gets to move is just what I'm looking for, and um, that's what helps me and keeps me keeps me going. But um, just, I just appreciate being here. I'm just excited to be here tonight. But has anything at all? We just just want to have the Lord the, the service Lord wants us to have. So don't be just don't hold back talked about people moving you know when the lord gives you something just just do it just just do it i've 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 might have made mistakes trying to do what the lord needed me to do sometimes but it's never been a mistake because it's always helped me whether it helped me or it helped somebody else and um i remember i just thought of this i remember brent one time got up and sang and he tried to play the piano and he forgot the words and i'm not making fun of brent what what i love brent to death but that's that stuck out to me because I felt the Lord when he did that and that was a that was a great song and I he forgot the words that just shows you what the Lord can do with with a, just an old sinner like us I mean it's a, we serve a good God got anything at all Absolutely. Absolutely. We talked a little bit about just kind of being trained up in the church during Sunday school today. Just kind of when you come, you, you keep coming. You, you do things that you get in habits of doing things that are going to pay off in the long run. That's going to help you stay closer. Um, I just, man, that's that's paid off in my life. And, um, I know some of the other boys will tell you the same thing. If you if you're at home, and you know, I kind of feel like sharing this. If you're at home and and you you could be here. I know you can't be, and I know COVID's a real thing. But if you can be here, and, and you're and you're making the excuse that COVID's keeping me from it, I'd beg you to come because it's holding you back. But that I, I don't want to speak ill of somebody that's really scared. If you if that's what it is, that's what it is, and that's that's fine with me. But I could I know I used COVID as an excuse, and I, well I'm not going to go this time. And I'll just people won't question me because it get everybody's sick, and that's a you don't want to be there. You want to you want to serve the Lord best you can. I appreciate being here. That's really about all I got. If nobody's got anything else, I'll just turn it over to Pastor. I, I wish I did, but I, I surely don't. I appreciate uh, Neil opening up. Good things he said and good spirit he said it in. I thank the Lord for him. I appreciate the choir singing tonight, too. Got a good good crowd. I, boy, I appreciate everybody coming out to church. And uh, let's keep praying. Let me ask again. Somebody have a song on your heart? <clears throat> if you're here tonight and you feel like singing, just please find the Lord. Do whatever you feel like God's impressing you to do. All right, let's pray while both comes.
Thank the Lord for that song. Appreciate that, the song and the singer. Amen. Anybody else have a song on your heart? You do, you're welcome. Follow your impression. Anybody? All right, nobody's got a song. We look at these preachers, huh? Appreciate all our preaching brothers, and uh, there's a lot of help to me, and we lean on them a lot, and a help and a blessing to our church. Now, I don't know which one of you fellows feels like coming, but whichever one of you does, come on, mind the Lord. He's, he's welcome. And uh, even if more than one needs to preach, I remember a time or two here, we've had about four or five preach, and uh, uh, if that uh, pleases the Lord, why? Nothing wrong with that. We just need to follow him. That's whatever thing he gives, do that. Okay, so whichever one of you feel like coming, come ahead. I I don't have a discernment on which one it is, but whoever's got something, come on. All right, let's pray for Jordan. We appreciate him. I was kind of worried. I, I'll be honest with you. I'd devil kind of got in my head a little bit and uh, he said you know you got up on Wednesday and you did good but how do you know the Lord wants you to get up again and I, I've been I've been preaching for 15 years and I've never let that get to me before and uh, I thought Lord let me know <laughs> and uh, as I was sitting there this peace come about me and uh, I knew I was like Lord okay <laughs> I'm willing to follow you but I, I want to say this I don't care who you are or how many years you've been doing something. The devil's real good at his job. And God is impressing you to do something. Really get after it. Because God wouldn't allow you, didn't ask you to do something if he didn't want you to. And if it wasn't going to be for somebody. And uh, I really desire your prayers this evening. I, I want to read out of Daniel. This is chapter 12. And the uh, Lord's really blessed us to be able to study this a little bit. And um, I want to be able to preach it just how he wants. And um, I'm so thankful that God allows us to, to see things in the Scripture. And I want to say this before we preach. If, if you're not reading your Bible, you're missing out on one of the greatest blessings a Christian has. If you're not reading and you're not indulging in God's Word, um, you're missing out. Because there is so much information in here. And there's so many lessons and there's so much that can guide your life, uh, not only to be better Christians, but better people. And uh, so I pray uh, this evening that you'd, you'd lift me up this evening, that we could preach this. But this is Daniel chapter 12. Uh, we're just going to start in verse 1, probably 
read through uh, verse 3, but uh, it says there in first verse of chapter 12, And at that time shall Michael stand upon the great prince, which standeth before the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since. There was, there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be written in the book. And I just want to pause there for a second. If I was going to ask you to think about something, it'd be, are you written in the book this evening? That is the most important thing. Where is your name written this evening? And uh, as most of you Bible readers know, uh, uh, Michael represents the Lord in this. Um, you know, there's two angels. There's Gabriel and there's Michael, the archangel. And uh, the Bible, if you read it, and that's a great study for any of you that want to read on that, but uh, the archangel is Jesus. And uh, so it's talking, if you read it this way, And at that time shall Jesus stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. I'm glad Jesus stood for me one day. But I'm telling you, folks, uh, this is talking about something a little different. As it goes on, uh, it talks about the trouble that's going to come. And knowing if you're written in the book, and then that second verse, it says, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall, shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. It's talking about the last day. It's talking about when Christ comes back to claim His children. I tell you, I... I've really been thinking about that a lot this, this week, it seems. And I'm so glad that my name is written there. Amen. I'm glad that something that took place years ago set my fate for where I was going. And you say, Jordan, what are you talking about? There was a time when my name was not wrote down. You couldn't find my names in the book in glory. But because of what Christ did for me, when He gave His Son... He knew I wasn't worthy. I didn't have a name that should have been wrote in that book. I wasn't worthy to be put down in there. But because Christ loved me enough to stand in my place, to die on that, that cross on Calvary, He gave me the opportunity to change my destiny. So that uh, when the book was presented to me, they, I, they say, Jordan, do you want this? Here's the requirements. I remember I, I was sitting there as an eight-year-old boy sitting there at my mom and dad's. And God came to me so strong and asked me, do you want this? And I said, yes, I do. I want it more than anything. And I put my whole trust in Him. Bible says if you put your whole heart into it, He'll find you. He'll save you. If you seek Him, you will find Him. But you've got to come on His terms. And I'm so glad that when I did that, it wasn't Jordan Martin that's name was written down, but it was a name that I've never known before. It was the name of Jesus Christ because the man who saved me came into me. He made me Him so that I could enter those gates. Amen. That's so special. It wasn't that He made me a, somebody different or He changed a few things about me, but He changed everything about me. He took all the sin away. He took all the blasphemy away. And the only thing that could get me into heaven was perfection. Only thing that he knew that was perfect was himself. So he made me like him so that I could get in. That's special. What love to know that my Savior loved me enough that he wanted me to be just like him. And he wanted to live with me forever. Let me, let me read a little bit of this. It says, 
And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall wake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And I, I, I want to kind of say it this way. Uh, we've got a lot of things in the world that seem permanent. There's a lot of things that we seem to invest in a lot. Uh, maybe it'd be, you know, you think about this is just a temporary world. Bible says we're only here for a season. But for some reason, we want to create such solidarity in this life. We want, you know, we need to get this house. We've got to have this career. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. I'm, buddy, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but those things aren't going to last forever. Amen. You're not taking those with you. Yeah, and when you die, I'm, I tell you, as, as sure as I'm standing here, they're going to die with you. The only thing that we can count on is Jesus. Amen. The only thing that you can look forward to is heaven. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is in Ecclesiastes, they wrote vanity, vanity, all is vanity. If you don't have your purpose in the right spots, everything that you're doing is just vanity. Amen. It's not worth doing. I'm, now, I'm not saying that, you know, don't get me wrong, that we don't uh, need to have a little bit of stability here. We've got to eat to survive. You know, we've got to have shelter to live. But that shouldn't be your whole purpose in life is to see what you can gain down here on earth. It shouldn't be your whole purpose to make sure that your life has a, a career that's notable in society. It shouldn't be that your whole purpose is to have a bigger house than your neighbor's. But if you want to have purpose, get your neighbor into your house and tell him about Jesus. Amen. Tell him about what Christ did for you. Show him the Lamb. Show him the book and see if his name's written there. That's the purpose of being a Christian. I'm not here to step on anybody's toes. This is what the Lord gave me. I mean, Lord knows my toes are black and blue. When I read these things, He hits on me too. But I'm glad that God loved us enough to know that we have a purpose in this life and that it's for our people. You know, I was preaching on Wednesday night a little bit about this kind of similar topic. And I tell you, somebody needs to move. Somebody has opportunity tonight to come and get saved. I don't know who it is, and I'm glad I don't. I, I'd hate to carry that burden, but I tell you, I know in my heart somebody is dealing with the Lord, and they're working with Him. And I just pray that your desire would be to find Him as much as He's trying to find you. I tell you, the Lord's been good to us over the last few weeks. Seems like our crowd's growing. Seems like we've got a lot of lost people coming. But don't just let that be there. Step out by faith. And I'm not talking just to the lost. I'm talking about our people that are coming, that are churchgoers, that are saved. Don't just come and be happy filling the seat again, but strive to make the church better so that our people have an easier road to the altar. You know, I, I love what you said, Neil, about Carl and Ronnie. I think about them often. I'm so glad for the oak trees they were in my life, the lighthouses they were. It seemed like, you know, Ronnie, especially in my teenage years, and Carl... I used to sit right up there next to them. And the information that they gave me, the wisdom in the Lord, how it helped me, how it developed me, how it trained me as we talked about in Sunday school. Amen. I'm glad that those men were placed in their spots, not just to be seen, but they were there to do some works. Yeah. I needed those works. I needed to be developed. And there's people in each one of our lives that are counting on us yeah. to be developed to be helped, to be trained, 
And I tell you, folks, if we're not doing the work, who is? Who's helping our people if we're not? God said, go out, tell them, tell them what I've done for you. Folks, I, I'm telling you, God's good, and I, I want get us to get a song, Taylor. I feel like that's all the preaching we need, but whoever's struggling tonight, let it all go. I tell you, I, I like this phrase, tear down the walls so Jesus can get to you. I remember there was a man that told me, he said, the greatest obstacle in my life was a man-made wall that I put up myself. He said, if I just get that out of the way, I knew Christ would come. He said, all I knew was, you know, he was waiting on the other side for me. If you're willing to tear down your wall, God will meet you there. Folks, it's not a hard task. The devil tries to tell us, you know, we can't do it on our own. We can't do this, you can't do it. Well, it's true, you can't do it on your own. But if you trust in the Lord, He'll do it for you. That's what He wants. That's what He's asking of us. So as they sing, I ask you, who here is burdened to get saved? Who here needs to get their fire lit again? Who here needs just to get a little warmth from that great Lord of ours? To feel His grace once again. Maybe you're just cold. You don't understand how you got there. God can help you. And He can get you to that good place again. So as they sing, please come. Please come. Step out by faith. God's given you opportunity tonight. And if He's given you opportunity, it's because He loves you. You know, my mom and dad, they love me a lot. But they can never love me like the Lord does. They can never love me like God loves me. And that love is special. And it's personal. And God didn't just send His Son to die for certain people. But He did it for all people. And if you believe that, I tell you folks, you can get saved. But it takes a little bit of desire on your own part. You've got to want it. You've got to be able to want to step out for it. You know, I love that little image of if there was a million dollars up here, you'd be fighting each other to come get it. Each one of you have been wanting a piece of it. But God's got way more than a million dollars waiting for you up here. And He's got your name specifically on it. And nobody else can take it. Nobody else can claim it but you. And each one of us has a treasure chest with our name on it like that. And the treasure inside is eternity in heaven. It's comfort and joy on this earth. It's knowing that no matter what happens, God is God. What peace is that? That's wonderful. I tell you, you'll not find that in the world. You'll not find that in money. You'll not find that in material things. But it comes from God Himself to have those things. I'll tell of His favor and I'll tell of His love and I'll tell of Please obey the Lord. That's good preaching. I appreciate it. I thank the Lord for the message. Now I'm like Jordan. I believe God's calling somebody. Please come if God's calling you. Please obey the Lord. If you need to come and pray, don't put it off. Just come. I am Amen. I've been born oh, I love with that song. The Amen. Price.
Step out and come. If you feel it just a little down in your soul, come to Jesus. I'll tell of his favor and I'll tell of his love and I'll tell of his goodness to me. He purchased my with his own precious blood and from sin I've been set free Amen. I am redeemed I've been bought with the price Jesus he's changed my whole Appreciate the preaching and uh, come ahead. Yeah, yeah, man. Forward. Yeah. As I was standing there, the Lord kind of brought to my mind the uh, rich young ruler. And uh, you say, what's that, what's that got to do with anything about this? Well, I was thinking on that, and uh, Lord impressed me. He said, you know, maybe somebody here tonight is like that rich young ruler. He's got Jesus right in front of him. He's got the opportunity. Yeah. He's got the means, and God's willing. Yeah. What's holding you back? Amen. You know, for the rich young ruler, it was his, his uh, profit. It was his lifestyle. Yeah. It was all the things that he had created in this world. Sure. And, you know, sometimes the hardest thing uh, to get over isn't the material things, but it's the things we've conjured in our mind, yeah. the theology we build down here, the lifestyle we build. The thoughts and the train of thoughts we build. To tear yeah. down that means to tear down ourselves a little bit yeah. sometimes it seems like. Sure. Don't let the things that you've built in your mind keep you from getting saved. Amen. Don't let the theories you've got going on up here. Don't let the theology that the world's taught you keep you from getting the greatest blessing of your life and that's salvation. Right. There, I mean, you think about that. That young man had an opportunity to follow Christ to walk with him, to feel him daily, and he turned it away. Yeah. I bet as he, as he wakes in hell, he'll regret that 
all the days of his life. Amen. How sad that would be to regret that. You know, I, I go back to another rich man, the king that uh, woke his eyes in hell, and he, he called out to Abraham and said, go back and tell my people, you know, send somebody back, send, you know, or it wasn't Abraham, but uh, Lazarus laid at the gates. I tell you, folks, don't waste your life and wonder, what could I have done differently? Lord, what could, how could I get back to help those? Help them now while you can. Get saved now while you can. God's giving you opportunity to say, well, he's not calling to me. Are you sure about that? Because God's got a burden in the church this evening, and he's calling somebody. And if the rest of us can feel him calling somebody, and you're the only one that can't, you might want to check what you're feeling with your heart or your mind. Because if you listen to your mind, it will always lead you astray. But if you listen to your heart where God speaks, He'll let you know what's being required of you. He'll let you know the path you need to walk. Don't let your mind take you down to the dust to stay forever. But listen to your heart this evening. That's where the glory's at. That's where revival's at for you. That's all I've got. I just felt like sharing that. Appreciate that. That's, that's great, great points and very powerful. We're going to ask them to sing again. And it's your choice. It's 100% your choice. You can say yes and come, or you can say no and not. But what Jordan's told you right out of the Word of God is really true. The choice you make determines your eternity. Come while God's calling. Obey the master. And if you're a saved person, the choices you make determines whether you're happy in this life and whether you can help anybody else. If you're saved, you're going to heaven. Boy, I'm telling you, I've seen people on both sides of this issue. I've seen people that were saved and followed the Lord. God blessed them through their life. They helped others. They had joy in their life. I've known some people who were saved that didn't follow God and their life was sad. They had heartache, didn't help many people and died sad. They'd let their opportunity get past. That's what Jordan was talking about and preaching about. So whatever your need is, come. Come while the Lord's calling.
singing, good preaching, good invitation. I appreciate God's spirit moving. That's what's wonderful. Good to be here tonight. Anything else on anybody's heart before we come to close in our worship? Amen. 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 Glad you folks are here. We sure glad to see you come in. And let's remember that prayer request. Appreciate that testimony. Someone else. All right, now it's time to come close. Let's, let's be praying much. And I will tell you this before we dismiss. Uh, we're going to let our deacons go to back and dismiss us a row at a time from back because we got uh, plenty enough of crowds here. We need to do that. And uh, just to be on the safe side and uh, help protect people. And uh, I want to say this. I appreciate the crowds we're having. We just got great crowds coming. We have a lot of people that's not back yet, and we want to see them back. We miss them. But we sure appreciate those that have been coming and are here and uh, good crowds coming. And, uh, uh, you know, folks... Uh, for the most part, wearing their masks and uh, trying to social distance and being careful, and I appreciate all that. So let's just keep praying. And uh, uh, but tonight we'll, uh, in just a minute, we'll uh, we'll have a prayer, and after that we'll uh, ask the deacons to dismiss the congregation a row at a time from the back, and uh, offering plates in the back. You can feel free to put whatever in there you feel in your heart like. And uh, folks, let's keep praying. Pray for the lost especially, and let's pray for each other, and uh, let's pray for our sister churches. And uh, another prayer request I want to make, uh, uh, I think most of you know, I, uh, last Tuesday I uh, preached a funeral down in Fairfield, Ohio, for Clofus Shackelford, one of our preaching brothers. <clears throat> he was the pastor of Cherry Valley Baptist Church, and uh, his wife's name Judy, and uh, I'm telling you, I'd like to request prayer for Judy and her family and uh, for Cherry Valley Baptist Church. I, I called Judy and talked to her today, and uh, she said uh, that there was, you know, a pretty good meeting today, but instead of having any preaching, there's just a lot of people testifying and stuff. She said there was just a weeping spirit, and she said uh, it helped them, but she said it was sad at the same time, and I can, I can picture that because uh, they loved their pastor, and he's gone, and so pray for them. God will help them through this and help them. Uh, find another pastor. Okay. Anything else? Okay. If not, we'll ask Brother Eric to pray dismissal.